This is the best moments of the Barbecue Central Show in 10 minutes or less. Ever wish you could re-listen to your favorite interview or segment? Do you enjoy hearing older shows for the first time in years? Then the best moments of the Barbecue Central Show in 10 minutes or less is just what you need. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. Yes, indeed, it is just what you need. Hello, John Solberg here, your host for the best moments of the Barbecue Central Show in 10 minutes or less. And I am excited to let you know that today's episode is being brought to you by The Butcher Shop. Purveyors of highly sought after 100% Australian non-crossbred Wylara 9 Plus Briskets. And as always, they are handpicked just for you. The Butcher Shop has been retailing the finest meats for the past 15 years. Every week they're shipping out competition quality meats to many of the biggest teams in the competition scene across the nation. Simply put, teams who use the Butcher Shop win and they win often. You're not a competitor, but you still have an eye for the finer cuts in life? Great news, the Butcher Shop is shipping some of the finest prime. Dry-aged Australian Wagyu and Japanese Wagyu steaks to people just like you and me who aspire to be the kings and queens of their cul-de-sac. The Butcher Shop always has Berkshire, Compart Duroc, Allegiance Duroc, and Prairie Fresh all-natural pork in stock. And again, it is always hand-picked just for you. Now you might be saying, John, all that sounds great, but how about some exotic stuff? We'll rest easy knowing the Butcher Shop can get your next elk steak or camel roast. They're going to hand-pick it out for you and ship it out promptly. Let's review the best competition briskets, check. The best pork selection, check. Giving you a better overall option to cook at home, check. So give the Butcher Shop a call today, 850-458-8782. That's 850-458-8782. Be sure you mention the Barbecue Central Show and you're going to save 10% off your entire order each and every time. You can also interact with them on their Facebook page, facebook.com slash the Butcher Shop. Shop is spelled S-H-O-P-P-E. The Butcher Shop, home of the 100% Australian non-crossbred Wylara 9 Plus Briskets. And here's what's going on in today's show. Let's take a jump back to 2018. Figure out how everybody on the show got courageous. Let me ask you a final question here, Daniel. I was just talking with Desmond at the top of the second hour about an experience I had at a fairly high-end steak restaurant in Columbus while we were down there for uh, softball this past weekend, and I was talking to the server. And <laughs> Must we were, be bad. Well, I mean, it was shocking, I guess, is what I want to say. I mean, you know... The the end product, the end some high end steakhouse yeah. in Columbus. Well, you know, I mean, it was. Man, Jeff- I, thought the, I thought I thought you were courageous on this show. Yeah, it was Jeff Ruby's Steakhouse right across the street from the Jewelry on High Street. Okay, so um, <laughs> okay, uh, so uh, we we were going through the menu, and you know, he's doing all, very knowledgeable all this stuff. And we right got right down to how we wanted the steaks cooked. I said, you know, I would like my steak cooked to 140 degrees. And he looked at me like I said something in Greece or, or called his mom fat or something crazy. And he's like, oh, well, uh, our chefs don't have thermometers. And I said, well, why, okay. wouldn't, why wouldn't they have a thermometer? And he's like, oh, well, he just takes the tongs and he can squeeze the steak and you know, he'll tell exactly you know, where that steak's going to be. And I said, I can tell you right now there's going to be a problem because there's just no way he can tell. I get the experience. I get the time on the grill. I mean, who are you talking to here? I get it more than probably 90% of the people in this restaurant. And I'm going to tell you, it's probably going to be wrong. I use my uh, thermopen all the time, and I always have a great product. And it takes one second to stick that thermometer in the meat. Is there, mm-hmm. and, and I've done stories on this show over the last handful of months where people have said, hey, the highest 
most outrageously cool steakhouses in New York City and Chicago and Indianapolis are purposely undercooking your steak to guard against having to throw out an overdone steak. Should these hmm. steakhouses have thermometers and use them and not look at them as some type of a, a tea for T-ball or, or something along these lines? I find it kind of preposterous. I don't know. Uh, I mean, it, I think it all depends on, on the experience of the person on the grill back there. I mean, I, I get that uh, you're an experienced steak cook, as am I, but I, I don't think it's it's any way, any way to compare working, you know, 50, 60 steaks in one night um, every night of the week uh, and understanding what those donenesses are. And I, I would imagine if you're trying to stick every one of them with a thermometer every time you're you're just going to be wasting time and burning somebody's steak up i also 140 that's a little high a little high i mean i mean it's all personal preference right i'm paying for it well yeah sure but i mean your personal preference will be wrong i guess if you're wrong <laughs> but luckily i'm right so uh, but here's okay. here's all what right. i was thinking if i if i gave him a number at least it would but I said, okay, medium rare plus, which is what one of these articles uh-huh. started saying, you know, instead of saying medium rare. And it's still, I mean, if there was no way that the steak was medium rare, it was rare plus at best. And I told all the girls uh-huh. on the table, order medium, maybe medium plus, And they were all medium rare at best. And a couple of them got sent back. I ate mine because it still tasted good, but. I'm telling you. So you the, think they're undercooking specifically because then if if you're unhappy with it, 100 percent, they, they can cook it a little further. 100 percent. You can't bring an okay. overdone steak back, right? But if you this, this if, if if Daniel Vaughn is unhappy with his temperature on the under, you'll probably not want to send it back. So I think they're guarding against two things. They're uh, a betting on that some people are just going to shut the hell up, not say anything, eat it. And be like, eh, okay. And then there's going to be another percentage of people that are going to go, you're going to have to put this back on the grill for a couple more minutes and bring it up, which they can. But you can't do it on the over. So they're guarding or hedging the throwaway on two different sides. The the, the people that are just going to stay quiet and not say anything or the people that are going to send it back. I think, I think it can be rectified with the thermometer, and I would demand it. There's an expectation level set at a high-end steakhouse that either the guy knows how to cook it, which he obviously doesn't, or he can put a meat thermometer in it and make it right. Why is that so crazy? Well, I mean, I'm certainly with you that if you, if they're consistently turning out steaks that aren't the right temperature, then, yeah, they, they don't have the right person on the grill, that's for sure. Um, I don't know. I've, I, I've never really thought about it. I'm always happy with a uh, – I'm happy with anything from rare plus to medium mm. rare. and uh, I'm just uh, – I, I don't know. I <laughs> I go to uh, Knife here in Dallas um, pretty often. It's about 10 minutes down the street. Mm-hmm. Great dry-age steakhouse. Uh, he and APL uh, share quite a bit of uh, back and forth on um, just meat-aging knowledge. And I went in for, I don't know, maybe my 10th or 12th visit, and the server asked uh, how I wanted my steak done. And I was like, wow, that's so that's the first time I've been asked that, um, which which kind of threw me as well. And I realized that I just let Tizar, John Tizar, cook it however he wanted, and his was usually about rare plus, and I was mm. always happy with that. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I'm 
Just so here, here's your assignment. Here's your assignment. When I'm at home cooking a steak on the grill, absolutely, I use my thermometer. Sure. Like I don't want to screw it up. That's why you're saying you should stay home and and eat it at home. Here's your assignment for next quarter. Well, I mean, if no, honestly, if unless I'm going, I do not go out for steak unless it's dry aged steaks. Like if it if it's a dry aged steakhouse and they are. Um, you know, they're doing, they're growing all that mold back there themselves. Like that's something that I can't do or replicate at home. Right. Uh, but if, if it's just a prime piece of beef, like I'm going to go to the store and pick it up and grill it at home, uh, every time it's just, it, it just saves you so much and allows you to do it exactly how you want it. Uh, and also doesn't force you to order like a, you know, some 28 ounce steak for yourself. Right. So here's the assignment for next quarter, uh, just for fun. Uh, find some great steakhouse, order it medium on purpose. This is, again, just for uh, test comparison. I'll go ahead and refund uh, or, or reimburse you for this <laughs> and see how undercooked it is and then report back next quarter. That's the, that's our working assignment. Agreed? <laughs> if if I go uh, if I go into Knife and ask for a medium steak, I'm, I'm afraid to. Well, don't go to Knife. Medium. Go to somewhere else where okay. maybe they don't know right. you and, and – we just want to again. This is uh, just for uh, for test, right? This is field work, as we call it in the biz. Uh-huh. I mean, you're well, you're no, more I in the biz. Gone, I have gone into a barbecue joint. And I was in line. <laughs> there were some out of towners. They had lanyards on from a conference, and they uh, requested their brisket uh, medium rare. Huh? <laughs> Even Desmond knows that's crazy. Wow, medium rare brisket. Yeah, yeah, um, and they were they were informed that there's really only one way that the brisket's cooked. You missed that about uh, twelve it's hours. ago. Very, very well done. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. All right, so uh, we'll we'll put together the field research piece, and then uh, I think we'll we'll both realize that uh, there's shenanigans going on in the steakhouses across the country, and we'll break it right here on the show. In the meantime, you can uh, find Daniel Vaughn's podcast, the Texas Monthly TMBBQ. Dot com is his website. Follow him on the Twitter at BBQ Snob. And as always, Daniel, appreciate the conversation and the time tonight. All right. Thank you so much. You got it. There he is, Daniel Vaughn from Texas Monthly. Let me go through the obligatory transition. All here. guests appear via the right. hotline. Mm-mm-mm. Yummy. Uh, all right. Let's go instant feedback here. Uh, do you think I was pissing him off at the end or what? Not necessarily. Well, that wasn't a no. <laughs> Let's go to Michigan. John, you there? Yes, sir. Was I pissing him off at the end or no? Did I think that Greg was pissing Daniel Vaughn off? And what the heck was I doing on that show? Hey, you want to find out? Head over to thebbqcentralshow.com. There'll be a link in today's show notes. Take you to this complete episode. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate each and every one of you. And until next time on the best moments of the Barbecue Central Show in 10 minutes or less, I'm your host, John Solberg. I look forward to talking to you again soon.